Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is the NBC Theater. From the NBC Theater in Hollywood, a radio first. A presentation in dramatic form of James Joyce's extraordinary first novel, A Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man. The adaptation is by Brainerd Duffield and Emerson Crocker. At intermission, we will bring you a commentary on the writings of James Joyce by the drama critic and author Thomas Quinn Curtis. Mr. Curtis recorded his commentary in New York earlier this week. Here now, A Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man. Once upon a time, and a very good time it was, there was a moo cow coming along the road. And this moo cow met a nice little boy named Baby Taku. My father told me that story. My father looked down at me through an eyeglass. I was Baby Taku. Oh, the wild rose blossoms on the green little place. That was a song he taught me. I sang that song. That was my song. Oh, the wild rose blossoms on the little green plate. Sometimes I dance the sailor's hornpipe, and Uncle Charles and Dante clap their hands. Uncle Charles and Dante were older than my father and mother, but Uncle Charles was older than Dante. Dante had two brushes in her room. The brush with the maroon velvet back was for Michael Davitt, and the brush with the green velvet back was for Parnell. But one day Dante ripped the green velvet back off the brush and said that Parnell was a bad man. Parnell is a bad man. He's a bad, wicked man. Now then, Mrs. Reardon, that's enough of that. That was called politics. There were two sides to it. Dante was on one side, and my father and Mr. Casey were on the other. A bad, wicked man. The priest was right to say so. No, no, that's enough. Dante knew a lot of things. She taught me where the Mozambique Channel was, and what was the longest river in America. Both my father and Uncle Charles said that Dante was a clever and well-read woman... Now, when Dante made that noise after dinner and put her hand up to her mouth, that was heartburn. <coughs> Beg your pardon. The Vances lived in number seven. They had a different father and mother. When I grew up, I was going to marry Eileen. I told them so. When I grew up, I'm going to marry Eileen. What a thing to say. 
Stephen will apologize. No. Oh, yes, Stephen must apologize. Oh, if not, the eagles will come and pull out his eyes. Pull out his eyes, apologize. Pull out his eyes, apologize. Pull out, pull out his, his eyes, apologize. Pull out his eyes, apologize. I hid under the table. When I was older, it was time to go away to school. My mother told me not to speak to the rough boys. Nice mother. And when she said goodbye, she put up her veil double to kiss me, and her eyes and nose were red. She was a nice mother, but she was not so nice when she cried. I pretended I didn't see. My father gave me two five-shilling pieces for pocket money. Goodbye, Stephen. Goodbye. Goodbye, Stephen. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mother. Goodbye, Mother. Goodbye. And so I went away to school. <laughs> On the scrimmage field, the fellas had muddy boots. Give me the ball. I've got the ball. And they kicked and stamped and fought. I was small and my eyes were weak and watery. I couldn't catch the ball. Small, couldn't get the ball. Small, couldn't get the ball. Rody Kicken was a decent fellow. He was the captain. But Nasty Roach was a stink. Nasty Roach had big hands. One day he said to me, What is your name? Stephen Dallas. What kind of a name is that? What is your father? A gentleman. Is he a magistrate? My father's a magistrate. His father was a magistrate. It was a very grand thing to be a magistrate. Tell us, Dallas. Do you kiss your mother before you go to bed? I do. Oh, say. <laughs> Here's a fellow says he kisses his mother before he goes to bed. <laughs> I do. Oh, I say. Here's a fellow says he doesn't kiss his mother before he goes to bed. <laughs> now, what was the right answer? Was it right to kiss one's mother? What did that mean? To kiss. You put your face up to say good night, and your mother put her face down. That was to kiss. Her lips were soft, and they wetted your cheek. They made a tiny noise. Kiss. Why did people do that with their faces? When the bell rang for night prayers, we went into the chapel. There was a cold night smell in the chapel. It was a holy smell. It wasn't like the smell of the old peasants who came to Sunday Mass. That was a smell of air and rain and, and turf and corduroy. It'd be lovely to sleep in a cottage before the fire of smoking turf. In the warm dark, lit by the fire, breathing the smell of the peasants. Air and rain and turf and corduroy. Visit, we beseech thee, O Lord, this habitation. May the holy angels dwell herein to preserve us in peace, and may thy blessings be always upon us through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And I said my prayers, too. God bless me, Father, me mother, and spare them to me. God bless me, little brothers and sisters, and spare them to me. God bless Dante and Uncle Charles, and spare them to me. There was a picture of the earth on the first page of my geography. All different places had different names. They were all in different countries. The countries were in consonants, and the consonants were in the world, and the world was in the universe. 
One day on the flyleaf of my geography, I wrote my name and where I was. Stephen de Dallas, class of elements, Clongo's Wood College, County Kildare, Ireland, Europe, the world, the universe. And one day a boy named Fleming wrote something on the opposite page, and this is what he wrote. Stephen de Dallas is my name, Ireland is my nation, Clongo's is my dwelling place, and heaven's my expectation. Now, wasn't that a funny thing to write? Please to give me your attention till I take the roll. A tie? Present, Father. Barrett? Present, Father. Cullen? Present, Father. Dallas? Present, Father. Fleming? Is Fleming here? Present, Father. All the boys seemed to me very strange. They'd all different names. They all had fathers and mothers and different clothes and voices. Some of them were good, and some of them were mean. It was mean of Wells to shoulder me into the square ditch. That was a mean thing to do. All the fellows said it was. And how cold and slimy the water was. And a fellow had once seen a big rat jump plop in the scum. Roach. Present, Father. Sorin. Present, Father. Wells. Present, Father. It would have been nice to be at home, to lie in the hearthrug before the fire, to put my head in my mother's lap. But I couldn't, and so I longed for study and prayers to be over and to be in bed. I didn't feel so well. That is all, then, for today. You're dismissed. What's up to Dallas? Have you a pain, or what's up with you? I don't know. Sick in your breadbasket because your face looks so white. It'll go away. Oh, yes. Thanks. But I wasn't sick there. I was sick in my heart, if you could be sick in that place. It was very decent of Fleming to ask me. I... I wanted to cry. Tell me, are you not well? I don't know. Go get into bed. I'll tell McLeod you're not well. What's the matter? He's sick. Who is? Young Dallas. Is he sick? He must stay in bed. It was a mean thing to do. What was? What Wells did, shoulder him into that ditch. Cold, slimy old ditch. There are rats there. Now he's got a fever, they'll pack him off to the infirmary. Poor to Dallas. Poor to Dallas. Poor Poor to Dallas. This was the infirmary. I was sick then. I was really sick. Had they written home to tell my mother and father? I could write a letter myself for the priest to take. Dear mother, I'm sick. I want to go home. Please come and take me home. I'm in the infirmary. Your fond son, Stephen. How far away they were, my mother and father. There was cold sunlight outside the window. I wondered if I'd die. 